Gymwits Podcast. I'm Ryan George. I'm Justin Guild, aka Chef Sonic. And we are the Gymwits. So I have, uh, I have a request for Gymwits listeners. I know we okay. have a bunch in Ireland, and mm-hmm. I'm going so my own, my like wife and I are doing separate kind of mini vacation or vacations um for the for the spring. So I'm going uh, I'm going to Dublin, um going to the Skellig area because I'm a geek and I'm gonna go see the where some of the most recent Star Wars movie, well both movies were filmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and in and, and I'm going to Belfast to see some Game of Thrones stuff, and then I'm going to, to Dubrovnik, where both Game of Thrones and, and Star Wars <laughs> had stuff from um so uh I will have a full day in Dublin where I have nothing to do. So if anyone has any recommendations on what I need to do in Dublin, especially if it's food, because obviously I, you know, I know some of the major sites, but if there's like a the place I have to eat in Dublin, um, or just sites or interesting things or nooks and crannies that like I should go to, I know we have a bunch of listeners in in, in Ireland, so help me out and send or me some suggestions. You want to hang out with Ryan? No, 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 no hanging out with Ryan. He probably <laughs> wants to hang out with you guys. As much as I love to meet people, I'm I'm kind. It's weird, like. Um, <laughs> I, God, I don't know if we talked about it. On the, we probably did talk about it on the podcast, so I apologize. But like, you know, my, I have the. It's like I'm so social day to day, and you know, like I'm 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 an introvert, yeah, and yeah. um, I like being day to day having to interact with people. I like my like my time to myself. I'm not the type of person who likes to go meet the locals. I just like to see stuff. I don't know. And eat. I think these are our, our, our fans, <laughs> so, though. I think you need to listen. Don't no. listen to Ryan. He'll, no, meet, no. You, he'll meet you for, uh, <laughs> no, for, for no. a drink. We no meet and greet, sir. For, for, for <laughs> as much as I enjoy our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I just want suggestions on places to eat and, and sites or nooks and, nooks and crannies. Like, especially like two things, food and pictures. If there's a place that's like really picturesque um, that I could get to that day, obviously there are lots of stuff um, in Ireland but um but yeah we'll have one free day in dublin where i'd love to find some stuff to do so if you're a listener help us out or help me out i should say <laughs> um uh, anyways what's going on with you have you been working out uh yeah yeah um yeah pretty well with, going. Yeah, like, yeah, I just, <laughs> you're not working out at all no no, no I, you, am, I am i would say if i wasn't i went through a, a busy spell yeah. where i where i didn't for a week but i got back into it i'm Pretty well. I would really love to go back and train. I've been saying it now for months. It's just, I, it's just difficult for me to do it. My schedule is crazy, and it just doesn't make sense. But maybe over the summer, when um, when I have that time off, you, I can do it. Yeah, I didn't didn't want to segue so quick into our main topic, but you sound like somebody who needs to uh, look at answer answer some of these questions for himself. Well, <laughs> well, that's what made me think about it because Ryan wanted to do a a, a questionnaire about. Yeah, just to put the kibosh on that. Well, so well he know. wanted to do it about um, a sort of a self-assessment questionnaire, yeah. questions that you're going to ask yourself. And he wanted to do it in regards to a new workout, no, something didn't. that you were starting. Nope, that's never said that. What, that's what nope, it was. not at all. I mean, that's basically no. what it was. No, it was Why it. are you starting this? Nope. The que- mm-hmm. the, one of the questions no. was, why are you starting a new workout? Nope, not, that's not, that wasn't it. He's, <laughs> he's not correct. So I'll, I'll give some context. <laughs> okay. So my idea was, so typically whenever I, okay, now, now often it is a new client, but when I, when I meet, so when I meet with somebody about personal training, I have a kind of a questionnaire that I go through with them, a list of questions that you will never know now because of Justin. <laughs> uh, although we've, we've tackled yeah, most yeah, of those yeah. questions individually, so it's not really 
not big of a deal. But um, so I have a list of questions I ask every new client. Now, not every new client is beginning a workout program. Um, many are working out; they just ha aren't getting the results they want, or they or they're they're inconsistent, or whatever the case is. So while some of the questions might be geared towards somebody who, who isn't in a a regular set program, there are plenty of questions that I ask that that then should extract. Um, data and information and, and for me to work with and also for the client to work with and think about. So Justin thought it was a great idea until he heard the questions and he thought they were too basic. So then he thought better of it and that he had better questions. Uh, so he actually well, this did. Is why, so, this is why, and, I, and I'll tell you why, Ryan, because I left the gym the other day and I've been having some really good workouts, but the last one, I, I know that I, that I phoned it in. Mm -hmm. I know that I did not put in what I could have or probably should have. It was a it was a good workout, but I left feeling like I there was a I left there was a lot more that I could have left there which I didn't. Yeah. Right, and I know that we're gonna ha you have to have those every once in a while. Um, and then when Ryan brought this up, I immediately thought to that to that moment where I left the gym and you know, and I was thinking to myself, man, I really didn't push myself today. So the idea was ask yourself these questions. If, especially if you're not getting the results you want, if you find that you're not happy with how you're working out or your current fitness level, your current um, well, weight, if you, if you wish to be losing weight or maybe even gaining weight, if, if things aren't going how you want them to or if you know, you know, things could be better in, in some way, ask yourself these questions. And that's what this little questionnaire is. And I think that... It's not always easy to assess yourself, and that's why we talk about accountability so much. But if you are honest, it can at least steer you in the right direction. Yes. So you guys so. would not get my questions, the ones made by a professional trainer, <laughs> but you'll get the ones made by a professional co-podcasting host <laughs> uh, that he came up with in about 10 minutes. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy. <laughs> well, look, I'm actually... <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm messy. With know, they're actually pretty good questions. Um, so that these are these are actually, actually legitimate. And I've been There's thinking the, about this yeah. for a little while. Not, yeah. not in the same way. Like, I, I just didn't think to put it together in, uh, in, a, in, a, in a comprehensive yeah. self-questionnaire. Yeah. And if you want my questions, you're going to have to write in and prove to Justin that you would like to hear from me, the <laughs> professional who's worked with hundreds of people. <laughs> and, not, and again, not these, the uh, professional co-host. <laughs> All right. So our, our first question is, how often are you working out or missing workouts? And why? Or what excuses are you giving? Are they legitimate? Can you, did you have a family issue that really came up? Or are you doing the classic making an excuse for yourself? It's, okay, so that's a, a good question. And um, the, the problem, so part of it also is framing. You know, that's sure. one thing well, to consider. Yeah, yeah. Is, um, you know, when you're dealing, with, this is where, you know, there's a, when you ask a question like that, you're, it's almost an accusation right away. So it, it's going to make somebody defensive if you ask it in the, it, you know, if, if you're kind of asking them, um, you know, if you ask in that fr way, you know, you, it's framed in a way that almost is accusatory right off of the bat. So you want to be, you know, it's more, you think about, you know, when you, the days that, you know, let's say if you're, if you, what's your intention 
versus what's actually happening. So, you know, how many days a week do you intend on exercising? And how many days is it is it actually happening? And then if there's a diff, if there's a disparity between those two, if the intention is three days and you're only going two, or if the intention is five days and you're only going three, then you have to look, okay, why am I not going? Um, now, look at the reasons why. Are, are they reason that and then you ask okay were were was there an was an opportunity to work out in those you know in pocket could i have found pockets to to do it and if the answer is no then maybe you need to kind of refine what your own program is so if you if you hmm. intend on five days and you're only making three and they're not and they're legitimate reasons maybe it's work but you know for some people work for some people, work, you know, staying an extra hour at work is just an excuse to not go to the gym. For other people, they, they have no choice. They have to stay at work. Sure. So you kind of have to ask yourself, is that a reason? Um, but then the other question is, okay, if, you, if you're finding that there are reasons why obstacles to why you're not going, what are the alternatives to get those workouts in and do they exist? So maybe it means going in or in the morning. Even if you hate morning workouts, you just got to mm. do it. Maybe it means working out at home. Um, may, you know, any number of things. So you kind of, in looking at that question, you kind of have to look at it as, you know, again, where am I now versus what I want to do? And what are the obstacles? Are they, are they obstacles that I'm allowing to get in the way? Or can I overcome them? And if not, what are the alternatives? Hmm. And then sometimes it just means modifying down. Like maybe you have to just change your goals to, to be something that's realistic. And of course we get to that later. Yes. <laughs> it always comes back to goals, right? All right. So this is a, uh, a little bit of a tricky question, but I think that everyone can uh, answer it honestly. And it's how hard are you working out, right? And how often do you feel like I felt the other workout where I, I know I, I phoned it and I know that I left saying I could have done more reps, I could have run, you know, I could have done you know some intervals at the end, but I didn't. I just was somewhat satisfied with what I did for whatever reason. How often does that happen, right? And we look, you can't kill yourself. And we even say you're not supposed to go balls to the wall every workout although some people do right you have to have those workouts where you don't push as hard but how often is that happening do you feel that every time you go to the gym you're really not pushing yourself so that's another one i'm like bashing your questions a little bit so again it's in the framing of the question so right away again how how often do you phone it in that you it, you're creating a negative kind of connotation with the, with or the, the, the flip side so, how often do you well, really push yourself so the, so so the the so there are a couple problems here is one is um it's a little difficult to self report so if most people tend to overestimate um, their output and so that becomes a problem because if I just ask you if you're phoning it in or if you're working out hard enough many people are just going to say well I am and so I think one important thing is that they have to understand what, what for for what their goal, you know, what their workout should feel like, um, and like to get results, what should their workout feel like, and then you can kind of ask, you know, are they, are you doing, you know, are you working out as hard as you need to now? Now, if if there's a clear understanding of how hard you need to work out, then you can ask yourself like. How often do you kind of not do the extra set, or how often do you leave early, or how often do you skip? You know, you skip something that you could have done. Maybe you could have done an extra set of squats, or you could have done an extra mile. Um, so, you know, maybe how often do you cut things short? Is a is a is a valid question, 
And but then more importantly is if you are once you kind of identify the intent, you know, the intensity you're supposed to work out, and if you can find, if you can kind of honestly assess how hard you're working the question is why are you not is it that you're tired is it that you're not motivated is that you're bored uh those are all you know variables that are important like if if it's boredom well figure out something that maybe is more interesting that you like more if it's that you're 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 just tired or energy wise maybe you need better nutrition before you work out or you need better sleep or or stress um so you kind of have to figure out if you are quote phoning it in you know why are you phoning it in? Maybe you just hate exercise. Then you know that that that's another thing. Or maybe you just have a low tolerance for pain. I've trained people who they're not their their output is on a scale of one to ten, like a three. But anything more than a three is is significantly hard. Like they, there's like kind of a there's some kind of mental block where they actually really they dislike discomfort so much yeah, yeah. that any bit is is almost impossible to get. Through. See, see, it's funny you bashed my questions, but my my sort of uh, non-professional questions have raised all these good well, points. So here's the thing: you so, have the right idea. Well, that's the point. I'm you have the you have, you, you have a, an idea. You're just framing the questions in the worst way possible. That's all. <laughs> like if you were going to say this to a potential client or somebody, it's it, like I said, it's all in the framing. Because if you well, make I don't know, it some negative, drill sergeants might say, "Come on, you know, you're you're phoning it in." Come sure, on, sure, but right? that's <laughs> you're, that, that's because people are training to. Kill people like to go to yeah, war, yeah, no, like you know, not you know, not. Uh, you know, there's a there's a toughness involved in in training for sports, yeah. athletics, and military. Or, just, or the biggest the, loser. <laughs> sure, <laughs> and, and, and look, some people like that. So, sure, so you sure. know, not saying just in general. I know people have requested that you be a drill sergeant, right? Yeah, no, and I, I'm not. It's not me, but but <laughs> we've talked about that before. But but um, no, there there's in general. There, there's a certain approach you need to take, and, and you're dealing with something that's very, very sensitive for people. So, uh, approaching things in a positive way is kind of like you know when you. Uh, uh, please don't take this wrong, but like when you're training a dog, like they say, kind of you have some people who like positive reinforcement or negative reinforcement. I think positive reinforcement is always. Um, going to be the better, unless for some people they just deal better with with negative reinforcement. So the next question is. Um you know, is, is a classic doozy, and Ryan uh, brought up a good point, and I'll get to that. So the question is, very simply, how often do you stray from your diet or whatever your eating plan is? So Ryan brought up the point that, well, not everyone is a, knows with calories. And, you know, they, don't, they, they often eat more than they, they need to, or they don't realize that certain foods are unhealthy uh, or may not get them to their goal. With that being uh, with that being understood, everyone knows that, or most people know that if you're eating tons of fried food or if you're eating tons of sugar, you know, and, and cakes, those are the things I'm referring to. How often are you eating junk food? How often are you eating huge desserts um, and not uh, going for very basic things that you know are good for you. Right? I, I let's like, say that you've had a, let's say that you've met with a dietitian and they, and uh, he or she's prescribed a, an eating plan for you and you fall off that by eating the things that they say, these are the worst things you can eat. How often do you do that? Look, we all do it. 
illustrate how often are I like I like how you try to preemptively stop my bashing your question, <laughs> but it's not going to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, how does this turn into a bashing of my question? That's a good question. Okay, no, so, so I'm not that. I'm just messing I, with you. But no, so you, we we did we talked about a couple of these questions before. So, um, maybe miss not miss. I'll I'll explain what I was saying. So Justin asked, "How often do you stray from your diet?" And my response when we were talking earlier was. You know, again, it comes back to self-reporting. So if you're self-reporting your diet, um, it's people tend to. So it's just from research, people tend to underestimate their caloric intake. So that's that becomes problematic when you're yeah, kind of yeah. trying to estimate your diet. Um, and then in, in my own experience with people, I think you know, lack of knowledge of what quote unquote straying is a big deal. So if you're sure. not on a if you know, we don't we don't preach. We typically don't preach like diets. You know, like or Atkins or whatever it is. Like we we kind of you know, plan. especially with Tony, we talk about you know being balanced and kind of following certain principles. But we're not so so like if you're following some the ketogenic diet, there's a clear distinction between what's good and what's bad for that diet. So yes, you can tell when you're straying and when you're not. But for the average person, you know, for some people straying from the diet is going to be like a nature's valley bar. But for other people, it's like, oh, well, that's a nature. It's a healthy bar. It's got nice green packaging and has oats on the cover. It must be good. So, you know, th- th- just that 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 question is so subjective that it renders it almost meaningless uh, unless we get like context. So so what I would what I would say but it, I don't think I don't think it's that. Granted, so, I'm not so, professional, but I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that meaningless. No, I think that everyone knows, or most people know, what foods are really not going to get them to their goals. Yeah. Right. Fried foods, deep fried foods, um, dessert like okay, with so, lots of sugar, um, stuff like that. I think that it doesn't take a dietitian to know so that here's, these foods are not going to. So I would you. make this. There's a two two parts to this. I would say. Um, I'm trying to think of the right way to word it, but you, so you have the two part, two parts of uh, our knowledge and willpower, I think, right? So you have the knowledge is what do you you have an appropriate level of knowledge, um, on nutrition and on diet and what you're supposed to eat. That's a great way to frame it. See? Yeah. See? (laughs) The the good, the great questions and Ryan just rewords it into a way that is something that makes sense. So yeah, so you have part one, which is, do you have an appropriate level of knowledge? If you don't, then I, I definitely suggest checking out any episode with Tony and even contacting Tony if you don't. Because I, I like it, um, in dealing with enough people, it is amazing how limited um, and how frustrating, like, I, you know, dealing with people um, with online fitness programming, you know, we always touch on diet and I always say that my, you know, I always say within my own scope of practice, right? So I don't go beyond basic nutrition, but it's amazing just how many people just fail on basic, basic nutrition and how many people just miss the boat on just simple things so so we can never take for granted like you and i we've been doing this for a long time so we you know we we have this kind of innate knowledge and idea of what's good and what's bad just because we've been in health and fitness since we were in high school but for a lot of people they don't know and and i'm amazed at the amount of people that when you know when they start with me for fitness they don't really want the fitness they just want to know how to eat better and so, you know, just the basic, and we're going to, we're working on just getting some of that stuff up on the site anyway, just the basic nutrition ideas. Um, that, so, you know, kind of a reference for people to look at. So hopefully that'll be up on our website sooner than later. Um, but, you know, so the, the first part is, do you really have a, a decent knowledge of what you should be eating? And so that's part one. Part two is, 
then becomes a little more subjective, but how often do you stray from your diet? So how often do you stray from, you know, what you know to be right and wrong? And so those are two important questions though, because we, you know, the, the straying from it becomes a willpower thing because we all deal with that. Whatever diet you're on or however you eat, um, which you did touch on, is like everybody, again, kind of your way of brushing off the the, the question of, of pe- being subjective. You're like, oh, well, whatever. Everybody still knows when they're doing something really bad. So let's, let's we grant that, right? Most people have temptations and know that there's this food that I shouldn't be eating, no matter how limited your knowledge is. Yeah, yeah. So the question is then with, whatever your level is at that, like how often do you stray from that? Cause that's going to be an important thing is how difficult is your willpower? Cause if you, if you, if the willpower is low, then you need to come up with strategies to, to fight that. And that might be that, you know, you have to be more prepared for a lot of people that, you know, you have to make decisions before you're hungry. Uh, you have to not have bad foods around. So, so I think, you know, part one is address your, your nutrition knowledge and try to fix that. And then part two is, you know, if you know where your where your weaknesses are, then you need to create situations and systems that address that and stop you from straying from whatever your, your own ideal nutrition plan or diet is. Hmm. Interesting. Um, all right. So <laughs> it's an important, right. a lot of three, questions. Three out of three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a simple questionnaire, but we've got like 5,000 questions to ask. All right. All right. So another question that you're going to want to ask yourself are there distractions when you're working out? If you're work, if you're at the gym or if you're at home, right? Are you, uh, if you're at home, are you watching television, right? Are you listen? Are you on your phone? Are you texting people? Are you calling people? Are you listening to music, podcast? Now, look, a lot of us listen to, to music or listen to a podcast or something while we're working out. For some people, they just it's just part of the part of the workout. But for some people like me, that it could turn into a distraction. Uh, are you talking with people? Do you chat for 20 minutes with your buddy at the gym, right? Are you, you know, reading articles or so, something like that on your, on your phone or do you bring a magazine with you? Right? Are there distractions that really you don't need as part of your workout? I'm not going to bash the, the pretty, <laughs> pretty straightforward. Yeah, uh, there, there's not much I'm going to add to that. You, but you do. It is something to consider because for some people. Um, they're not getting the most out of their time in the gym because they are distracted by something or someone. You know, look, if if you're reading the newspaper, uh, riding a bike, you're probably not getting uh, the level of exercise that you, you should be getting. Uh, you know, like, and I've seen that people with the New York Times out, you know, wide open reading it while riding the bike, you know. Um, you, and I love listening to music, um, so I don't think that's a bit, you know, much of an issue. But like watching TV, if you're watching TV on a treadmill, that's great. But just don't let the TV take so much attention away that you're not exercising hard enough. But also, like, you know, working out with friends is good. But if you spend the whole time chatting, probably not so good. Uh, you know, I see people all the time that are like te- on their phones constantly. And again, something to be aware of. Like, you probably don't want to be on your phone texting too much, you know, even if you can leave your phone away or put it on airplane mode or something. Um, so, yeah, just, yeah, you do want to avoid distractions at the gym. And, and, and think about that. Are there distractions that maybe force you to spend too much time in the gym. I have one guy who would always talk about he didn't have a lot of time, but when I would watch him work out, he'd spend most of his time doing something distracted, whether it was chatting with other members or texting, and maybe 10% of his time was actually working out. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, yeah, you're spending too much time in the gym because you're, you have all these extra things you're doing, but the actual workout time is not that much. So if you actually 
just focus on your workout, you could get in and out of there in 30, 40 minutes versus like the hour and a half you're there, but you, you spend most of your time chatting. Hmm. Yeah. And like, like Justin's distracted on his phone right now, <laughs> so, which is why his answers are kind of like vague and <laughs> or his response is vague. Yeah, I was a little distracted. Um, <laughs> to be no, fair, I do that I too. Actually, as Ryan reaches for his yes. phone, it's like <laughs> phone anxiety is a real thing. Yeah. Like you have to be looking down. You have to be checking something, yeah. right? So I've, I've actually asked myself that question recently, and I found out that I, that I was very distracted that I would like to talk to people, you know, I'd talk to my my uh, my buddy about the upcoming fights all the time. Now, granted, I try to do it in the beginning or the end before yeah. I start, so it doesn't. But sometimes I don't. Sometimes yeah. I'll I'll chat with someone. I'll be on my phone, or I'll get. I don't know if you do this, but I'll get the bright idea that I want to research something. I'll say, "Oh, I wonder what yeah. the impact of this on society is." So I'll just start <laughs> going down some yeah. rabbit hole of research. I do that. Right? Yep. Absolutely. But that wasn't. That's not the time to do it. Yeah. Well, no. If I get an idea in my head, I can't, sometimes can't. Fo- you know, like spe- you, or like if I have a three D printing idea or something, I'll start thinking about that and then start like freaking out and on my phone. And then all of a sudden, I spend twenty minutes like you've done that and you're like, oh wait, that's yeah. right. I'm I'm here to work out. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, I've definitely been been very guilty of that. Now in the past, like maybe I could get away with it a little more because I could spend, you know, I would spend an hour and a half, two hours at the gym, you know, work out. But you know, for the most part. I don't. I don't think it, that it's the the best use of time, and it can certainly take away from one's workout. Yeah. All right. So the next question is is a very Ryan type question, and it is how specific uh, are your goals, and how are you tracking them, and is there any accountability? Uh, I would separate the accountability because um, that's a little bit separate of an issue. Okay. But yeah. No. So that's. Uh, that that is actually pretty straightforward. It makes sense. So your goals are important for any exercise program. I think it keeps you focused, keeps you motivated. Um, and then tracking is also another part that's important. So it, again, keeps you focused, keeps you motivated, keeps you honest, holds you accountable. Even though we'll talk a little bit more about accountability um, as a, as a bit of a separate thing. But I think those are those are important. And I think for anybody that sets goals and tracks goals. They're great ways to to keep you honest. So you know, a lot of for some people, it's like they have a vague idea of a goal, like I want to lose some weight or I want to put on some muscle, but there's no specificity to that. And so, giving yourself like a hard number is is really useful, and tracking it, and again, it keeps you honest because even if you're not sticking to it, you can say to yourself, you, you clearly see, okay, I, I here's my goal, here's where I am, I want to get from here to here to there, and what am I doing? And and then you can make you know you can you can then make changes if you're not getting towards that goal. But if you kind of just leave it to chance or you know, stay away from it, then you kind of end up in this cycle of kind of just working out, missing some workouts, eating, not eating. Uh, so it's always good to have your goals and, and have some method of tracking. And the methods of tracking can be different. Uh, you could do measuring tape. You could do your body fat. You could check your weight. You could take photos. Um, photos, I find, are great motivation because sometimes the scale will not show you as much as um, a visual, like a picture will show you. So uh, you know, definitely goals and tracking your goals are really important. All right. And now, what about that accountability? So, so accountability is another, another important thing. And there are lots of different ways to kind of hold yourself accountable. But find ways to hold yourself accountable. Now, as we mentioned, tracking is one way to hold yourself accountable. And you do it. The, 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 the key, though, to accountability is not to just do it when it works you know, or when you're doing the right thing. So for some people, 
they only want to check, like I know some people, let's say they check their weight. And they only check their weight when they've been really good for a few weeks. But they don't mm. check their weight when they're not. As if somehow like not checking, you know. And I get that not check, you know, it's discouraging to see the number. But if you're consistent in your in your checking, you're going to always be aware of what's going mm. on. So it's like if you know you did, you had a bad weekend and you gained some weight, not seeing the scale isn't going to make a difference. You know? sure. And in fact, I find that seeing it is more motivating versus not seeing it, but you still know you, you, you're you not where you need to be. So I think the, the key to accountability funny is that being... funny that you say that. Yeah. My, uh, my girlfriend's been uh, on a pretty specific uh, eating plan yeah. <laughs> and she's been like eating so little and not eating at night and stuff like that. And then one day she woke up and she's, she was, she'd gained a half a pound or something like that after being so good. And I said, Oh, you know, you can't always judge that. You know, there's water weight yeah. one day. Anything could be, you know, it could be anything, but she got discouraged. So she had a, a pretty bad eating day. Well, I, so do, do, you, does she check for, every day? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the other issues. Don't check every Don't day. Check, check every, like okay. once a week, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, but yeah. be consistent with your, with that's your checking. I said. Be, um, worry about the nets. You can't, yeah. The day to day is day to day is a little tricky. Um, yeah, yeah. but you know, you, you know, that, that's the thing. Day to day can be tricky, you know, find, you know, pick one day every week, check once a week. Um, I know some people who check every day, but then you, you do have to keep that in mind that they're, you know, you're going to fluctuate a little bit over, you know, day to day, but you know, it's just that, but now another way to keep yourself accountable is keeping a journal or a food log. So, you know, if you're writing what you're eating all the time, you're, you're, you know, it's weird because we're aware of what we're eating, but it's really easy to distance yourself from like, like you could have a crappy breakfast. And then just distance yourself from that breakfast and then have a bad meal at lunch. And then distance, you know, so, but if you write everything down, you're, it's there, it's in front of you, you've, you've admitted it. And um, so that's another way to hold yourself accountable. Having some kind of a social group is another way to hold yourself accountable. So just accountability is important because it keeps you honest with yourself and present. And it's really easy to disconnect from what you're doing if you, if you don't want to face it. And I think facing it, mm. you know, it, it forces you to, just, are you to come to terms with it. Are you sort of yeah. disregarding? Yep. Yeah. Right. So the next uh, question we have, which is sort of related, is your um, your your goals, but also your effort. So are you uh, are are your goals realistic? Okay. Right. Is your goal to effort ratio realistic? Yeah. So that's we've talked about this before. You know, an important thing is we all everybody ha as we just talked about everybody has goals, um, fitness, exercise, lifestyle goals. So. What is first is important is understanding what is it going to take to get whatever your goal is. And, and that takes some research or, you know, you have to really look into, you know, what it's going to really take and take some research, talking to trainers, talking, listening to us, ask us the question if you're not sure. But, you know, that's one thing right off the bat is you, you need to know what your goal is and what is the realistic approach to that. If you want to put on 30 pounds of muscle, is a lot different than if you want to put on five pounds of muscle. If you want to lose, you know, 30 pounds in a month, it's a lot different than if you want to lose it in two years. So, you know, the first question you got to ask is like, what's my goal? And then what is a realistic, realistic effort long term? Uh, and that's something that, again, people don't always think about. When you start an exercise program, it's really easy to be excited and you think you're motivated, but you really have to sit down with yourself and so, you know, consider your, your history, consider your lifestyle, consider what's going on. How realistic is my my potential effort, or how realistic is my likely effort? You know, especially after the first, you know, honey, the honeymoon period's over. You know, how realistic is that compared to 
what I need to get there. And in some cases, you have to modify your goal. Like if you re- if you really sit down and are honest with yourself about it, if you don't think that that effort's realistic, then maybe you have to change it. Maybe instead of building 30 pounds of muscle, you say, all right, let me put on five pounds of muscle and go from there. Um, so just kind of, and again, this does take some research and this does take a lot of thought and, and kind of coming to terms with yourself is, you know, if you hate exercise, if you hate lifting weights and you want to put on a lot of weight, you know, like, like um, if you love, if you hate, if you're not a big eater, you hate feeling full and you're not a big weightlifter, but you want to put on 30 pounds to look great, you know, look a certain way at the beach, like that's going to be really hard because now you're, you're, you're going to have forcing to have your surgery, life, your life, implants. Yeah, right. your life will be revolve around doing things that you, you know, intensely dislike. So then the question is, how much do you want those beach muscles? And is it worth the, the stress and anxiety and pain that it's, yeah. and discomfort that it's going to cause you to get there? So that's a really important thing to ask yourself when it comes to this is you, at the end of the day, our physical goals you know, it's one thing if it's health, like if you're, you know, if, if you're morbidly obese and you need to lose, you know, a lot of weight for health purposes, then that's going to supersede the discomfort because, you know, I'm, you know, I'm assuming you value your life and, and so you need to get yourself to a healthy weight. So that's a little bit different. Um, you know, same thing if somebody's at extremely low weight that, you you know, putting on weight is going to be important for your health. Um, so there, there are certain situations where health will, to me, supersede, you know, the kind of mm. discomfort. But if you're if the goal is more aesthetic, then you do have to ask yourself, like, is it worth the discomfort that that's going to come with it to get that satisfaction of looking at myself in the mirror? Or, you know, maybe it is. Maybe if there's an athletic goal or if it's a job, if you're a model. Mm. If you're, you know, an actor that you're finding you're not getting certain roles, that might be important for you. But y- y- there is going to be other things associated with it. So it's just kind of a, you're really coming to terms with the effort versus re- requirement, and and you know deciding where you sit on that, you know, fence. Hmm. All right. So uh, this is the last question, and it's something that I find myself doing all the time. I imagine that when I go to the gym, I'm, I'm going to do a warm-up, and then I'm going to do some pretty heavy weights, and then I'm going to do some really hard intervals afterwards, or I'm going to do this crazy cardio workout or conditioning workout or just whatever it is. But when I get there, I don't do as many sets as I imagined that I was. I just say, oh, I just, uh, you know, I'm just not going to do the intervals today. I, I do that all the time. I, mm-hmm. In my mind, I'm going to do this super hard workout, and when I get there, a lot of times I'm just I'm like, oh, you know, I'll just do it, do it next time. So, uh, the question is, how often do you, uh, and w- or what do you imagine yourself doing? Like, oh, I'm going to do this, you know, uh, at the gym today, or over maybe over a longer period of time that you never do, or that you just don't wind up doing as much of the time as you would like. Hmm. I'm- how is that different from the uh, the earlier one where you're dogging it? Because you're not necessarily you, you, you might not be dogging it. You might have a good you might have a good workout, but you're imagining that you're doing something different. Like you you, you see yourself you know working out four times a week. I'm going four times a week, and you tell yourself that every week, and you never do it. I feel like it's kind of redundant. Like you think it, so? we've addressed it, oh, I think, I in everything. So at all. I think it's, a, it's all right. A, well, it's then I'm gonna let I'm gonna give you the floor to explain. Well, no, I, I, no explain. Like, all right, so the, the idea behind it is that we all think that we're going to do things, right? We all say, I'm going to start working out 
I'm going to start working out today or I'm going to con- or I'm going to start working out four days a week or I'm going to start incorporating this exercise, um, which actually is a, a question that we missed, which uh, which is actually very important as well. well. We'll get to that. So are you making up things that you're going to making up things for yourself and that you never do it? So say you're going to start working out and you never do it. Or you say that you're going to add additional days. You say you're going to do a different type of workout, and you never actually get to it. I'm still not seeing how it's different from what we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think it, I think it, I think it's pretty different. All right. So, so that that's a question that I would right. No, I think us. Fi- why is that important? Because I think if you're doing that a lot, there. I go. I guess it goes back to what you're saying. What you know? What's the reason? Why do you imagine yourself doing that? Why do you want to do those things? So why do you say I want to do these very tough intervals? And then why do you not do them? And why does this happen inconsistently, even okay. though it's something you think about often? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that is valid. If if not redundant <laughs> it is a valid question i don't i, I have nothing to add <laughs> <laughs> all right so I, I, just something that, that yeah, no, no, it's a fair question i yeah so now what's the it, that was the last one right no no there, there was one question which is sort of relating are you avoiding certain types of exercise or certain types of workouts okay yeah i, I so that's that's a little bit more so some people only do weights and they don't do any cardio. Some people only do cardio and they don't do weights. Some people don't stretch. So, so I think you, you kind of like you want a balanced diet. You'll want to have a balanced exercise program, especially for health. So, you know, if you hate cardio, you don't have to do it all the time, but you still want to get it in. Um, if you hate lifting weights, like there are significant health benefits for resistance training, especially as you get older. So it's not something you want to completely avoid. Uh, same thing with flexibility. Like, you know, stretching is important. Balance training can be important. Um, there's lots of stuff that you, you definitely want to try to stick with. So people um, tend to do what they, they enjoy and what they're good at. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They, they stay away from what, you know, what's frustrating or, or discomforting. So you, know, you, you do want to make sure you're getting a good balance of the types of exercises, um, you know, and just, you know, if you hate cardio, again, try to minimize it. Maybe do it once a week instead of yeah, five yeah. days a week or, you know, it's, you know, you don't have to do, you know, run 10 miles, but run a mile or, you know, bike for 30 minutes or, you know, find something that's tolerable and do it. Even if you don't like it, it's, it's important for your health. Hmm. All right. So we, we got a, a new segment uh, that Justin will, again, this is your, this is Justin heavy episode. I, I yeah, haven't I had to do any work for today. So, um, although you were the ones who answered the question, you gave the real advice. I sort of just th- threw out the, uh, the fishing line. Fair enough. All right. Well, well, you did the work for this, or at least the music. So without further ado, uh, here is, well, you'll just, you'll, you'll hear it for yourself. You'll get the point. When it sounds too good to be true, when you're really not sure just what you should do, look around, chances are you're on BS Corner. That's Moe Corner. All right, so what do we have on the inaugural edition of the BS Corner? All right, today we have the Flex Belt and similar products. So do you know what the Flex Belt is? Uh, What is the Flex Belt? We're looking at it right now on the website. It is this belt that you... 
put around your stomach, around your core area, and it vibrates or uses some sort of technology to stimulate. Well, all right, let's just see what it says. The, the Flex Belt, copyright, uh, is the first ab belt toning system cleared by the FDA for toning, firming, and strengthening the stomach muscles. With the Flex Belt, you can train your abs even if you're too busy or too tired for a traditional workout. Just slip on the comfortable toning ab belt and the clinically demonstrated patented medical grade technology uh, stimulates the nerves that make your muscles contract and relax. As a result, you get an effective abdominal workout that targets all the muscles in your abdomen all in just 30 minutes a day. Hmm. <laughs> Sounds like BS. <laughs> <laughs> so, of, of course, they have this uh, infomercial that they put up that shows a ton of before and afterwards where some, you know, you see people that are flabby and then they're really toned, uh, really muscular. And then you see um, a lot of people that look like they're already in really good shape sort of um, talking about it. And, you know, they're, they know that the claims sound a little funky, so they're sort of make, adding some humor. And even the, the actors say, oh, is this really real? But sure it is. You know, <laughs> stuff like that. So what... What reeks of dog poo <laughs> or bull poo right off the bat? I mean, the the whole thing. Reeks <laughs> of, you know, like we've, you know, we. It's not a new product. the 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 FDA cleared thing is is kind of All BS. Right, so let's like, just explain that that um, what FDA cleared or even approved means very little unless it's for, I believe, class three. Well, let's. I mean, the, which is, uh, which are drugs that you have to get a prescription for, or medical devices that are life-sustaining or life-saving, like say a defibrillator, something like that, for fitness-type equipment and lesser getting approved is much. Well, much I mean, the problem is also and this is not even approved. This is it's, it's just clear, which means it's not even. They didn't even have to. You don't even have to. They don't even have to research it. You so, just have to prove it's similar to so another So from product. the marketing perspective, right, by, by getting the FDA clearance, what, what they do is they're able to market it as medical grade. Yes. But and they even the, say that. The issue grade. is it says that grade. there's nothing, there's no, there's no research that shows that this actually works. You know, to 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 do anything, but it's it's kind of using that buzzword, or you know, to to kind of make you think that. So you think, oh, it's FDA cleared. It must be. It must. They must be honest. They must be telling the truth about what it does. Um, but it's really not. And at the end of the day, like you, nobody can just put that on their stomach and get results unless it's raising your heart rate and allowing you to do cardio I, I you know there's no way that that's going to make okay. you toned or lose so, right, so you know, fat it's not going to make you lose fat right but why is it not even going to really strengthen your muscles like what do you have to do in order to strengthen your core <laughs> you have to do strength exercises exactly. just right yeah that I mean you have to exercise to do it um now there might be something to doing actual electrical stimulation but that's sure. a whole other world and yeah, this yeah. is not it so <laughs> it's just using you know some b buzzwords and some bs and pseudoscience 
to, you know, and some misleading marketing to tell you, like, for example, after, you know, it says one of the things it says is after a six week study, you know, I'd love to learn, I'd love to know the parameters of it. But reported that their abs felt more toned and firm. What does toned even mean? A hundred percent reported felt more toned and firm. We get on the subject of tone. 92%. It's a meaningless word. You know, felt that their, the firmness of their ab muscles increased. And again, it's like, you you really look into it. It's BS. There's nothing, you know, so, so yeah, I mean, it, it smells like BS because it is BS and, uh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> now, now we won't be getting our free flex belts to, 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 talk, to talk about it. And of course, more funny than what We asked a group of skeptical influencers to review our product. And if you look, they are all very, very young and attractive people that are looking good. Okay, one says soccer dad, but he looks like a well-versed. She looks like a fitness model, right? This guy has an dr- enormous smile, right? She looks like a <laughs> yoga instructor. So This is an audio podcast. So remember, people can't yeah, see. People can't see, but I'm just, you, can go, look, you can go to the yeah. flexbelt.com. Uh, How messed up would it be if like the flex belt people are like avid listeners of the gym wits well just bashing there you know the, the gym wits uh doesn't discern when it comes to calling a spade a spade fair enough so if it smells like bs you're probably on bs corner i don't know what my slogan's gonna yeah be. yeah, yeah i thought i was i was excited i thought you were gonna have something good I too i was like i don't not tell me about this and no so all right so the flex belt um can be found on BS Corner. And <laughs> if you believe something might belong on the BS Corner, let us know about it and we'd love to do a review. Speaking of getting the most out of your workout, I have to, I got to mentally prepare myself because, um, so I'm at Cobain at my gym, mm-hmm. uh, we have what's called uh, Cardio Wednesday. Oh, I hate and, Cardio um, Wednesday. So I'm used to a certain style, but so I teach there at noon and then I try to work out around 6.30 and then I teach again like 7.30 and 8.30. So I was privy to the workout for today earlier and it was brutal. So I'm kind of Jeez. like, I got to mentally prepare myself for for the just brutal workouts that, that that's to come well, today. you already did it so you have to do no, it again? I taught earlier. So okay. I didn't, I had to demonstrate. Oh, so oh, I, cause Koban taught. So like, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the assistant instructor. At the point. So the, now just demonstrating was brutal, but now I'm going to actually take the class oh, man. and it's going to be rough. Um, so I have like, have to mentally prepare myself you know what this for falls that. Under? So I'm not going, I gotta, I gotta we not often talk about what worrying about that. Your cardio workout is too difficult. Huh? What? We know what this falls under. What does it fall under? When your when your kickboxing workout is just too difficult, <laughs> we're gonna add that too. To uh, I don't I'm I'm confused. Something that we often talk about that that we rant about all the times. <laughs> okay. Oh my 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 not like my first fitness world problem. <laughs> yes, it's a, fir- it's a first fitness first fitness world, world problem. Right. Yeah. That, that uh, my my you, crazy yeah, workouts that. too crazy. No. Yes. Yeah. Oh, anyway. I got to mention for myself. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> no. Um, and eh, eh, that's it. I guess I, the good thing is I can complete it now. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, we'll be fun. Anyway, yes. <laughs> uh, as usual, all of our stuff is at thegymwits.com. Uh, check, definitely do the survey if you haven't already. Survey.lispin.com. Uh, help us out. You know all this stuff. I repeat it constantly ad nauseum. But, you know, uh, website, uh, fill out Ask the Trainer, ask us questions. Uh, again, help me out if you're in Ireland and you have suggestions of cool 
places to take pictures and good food, definitely tell me. Well, that's um, right. That was this episode. Yeah, that was this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were doing a lot of episodes today. So uh, um, in advance of my trip so that we have stuff socked up. So yeah, yeah. We, we keep giving you uh, giving you content. Product. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Watching too much of The Wire. All right. Uh, anyway, I'm Ryan George. I'm Justin Guild, a.k.a. Chef Sonic, reminding you that truth does not sell. And we are the Gym Wits. 